<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to Don V Fridays. Uh, salute to everybody that's rocking with the podcast. Salute to the feedback. Uh, salute to the, to the questions I get asked. Salute to the suggestions I get. Like... Like real, for real though, I take everything into consideration. Like, for real. I mean, because I do it, I do it for the people. So, like, trust me. Any feedback you give me is good. Any any anything you add is good. It's good for the show. It's better for your experience. So, don't be afraid to tweet me and say, "Look, man, you talk too like you talk too much on one segment or." Or get to the fucking point. Because I'll ramble. Like, I'll start rambling like shit. So, don't be afraid to, to tweet me and say, look, man, you went too long about this topic. Like, that's it's fine. Like, I want to make it better for y'all. Like, I don't do this shit for me. I damn sure ain't getting paid. So, whatever makes it the listening experience better for y'all, tell me what I got to do. Like, all criticism is welcome. Like, I'm not fake famous. I'm not one of these people that's too big to act like I can't be criticized. Like, no. Whatever makes it better for y'all, let me know. Like, the only thing that I will not take advice on is, I guess, making episodes longer. Like, that's one thing I won't. I think I got a good thing with these, you know, 30, 35-minute episodes. I like... Especially nowadays, because it's like 50 million podcasts, and most people listening to this podcast probably more than likely listen to other podcasts, so if I can get my podcast in and out, get you in and out, boom, 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 30, 35 minutes, then you can jump into another podcast, and that, that shit lasts two hours, three hours, Um, because me personally, I don't like real long podcasts, like two hours like if a podcast is gonna be two and a half three hours that shit better be amazing start to finish like no you know so that's the one thing i won't do i won't make like if you saying yo you gotta do longer i probably won't i probably won't budge on that i like i like doing quick podcasts because i know at least if i do a 30 minute podcast People listen to the whole thing. Like, they ain't just listen to 15, 20 minutes and got up out of here. I know people got shit to do. But let's get into it, man. Episode 25. Let's wait for the facts. <laughs> I got to go in. I got to go in on this Ruben Foster situation because um, even on this podcast, I spoke briefly on the Ruben Foster situation. Now, I did say if proven guilty he got to get the fuck out off the team off the san francisco 49ers he got to get up out of here um i was one of those people i wasn't crazy vocal but i honestly believe he did it i sit up here and say i believed 
that he put his hands on the woman and I got to I got to I got to own up from from everything that's coming out unless he paid her off that's always a possibility but I don't even want to put that negative energy out there uh this young man had his name dragged through the mud a lot of people were saying uh oh Ruben Foster still on the 49ers why this this person is unemployed why Kaepernick is unemployed you got a woman beater on the team Jed York um Jed York Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch you know they said look man we're not cutting them you know until you know until the facts come out but if he is guilty fuck him you know I said on Donvy Fridays like three episodes ago that teams should be able to like cut a player while they get that shit you know teams should be able to cut a player while they get their legal situation in order but if everything is copacetic everything good come to find out it was a lie come to find out he's innocent or not enough evidence whatever the case may be that same team that cut him should have first dibs in bringing him back like like it, okay if if a player has a rape allegation and Ruben Foster didn't have a rape allegation if a player has a rape rape allegation a team should be able to say look man we we going to distance ourselves we going to cut you and come to find out that rape allegation bullshit we'll bring you back same contract everything it's not like you know like a straight flat out cut and now you're a free agent like no almost like a boneless cut or a diet cut like that way for the whole how is he on the team crowd he's off the team but you don't have to worry about if if everything was false now he gets to sign with your rival because he's a free agent like they they can find a way to work that shit out you know they, that shit is possible it, it sounds crazy but they can find a way to do that but Back to the topic at hand, Ruben Foster. And my apologies, Ruben Foster. I did think you did it because people from Alabama is batshit crazy. I'm not like taking, I'm not mincing my words. People from Alabama is fucking batshit crazy. I spent time in Alabama. I got family from Alabama. Half my family's from Alabama. Like people from Alabama is fucking batshit crazy. So when it comes that a man from Alabama struck a woman, and that that headline is, you know, it kind of goes, it, it it just goes. I ain't about to sit up here and say now if, now. if he was from like, you know, Missouri somewhere, maybe we can wait and see. But you know, Alabama man strikes woman. I mean, let's keep it a buck, man. That shit goes. But uh, come to find out, all those scars that Miss Elisa Ennis had. Came from a fight with another woman, which means she got whooped because there was a lot of scars. Um, we gotta lock her up, man. Miss Elisa Ennis. She gotta she ain't gotta do years in jail, prison, but she gotta spend a couple nights. She gotta spend a couple nights in the city jail. That's some bullshit. When your boyfriend tells you or whatever they were, boyfriend, girlfriend, maybe she was just a sad hole. And and she saw the writing on the wall that the, that the, 
that her ride was up, the meal ticket is over with, whatever the case may be, if he threatened to break up with her and she jumps to, I'm going to end your career, I'm going to just lie and and try to end your career, she got to sit in jail for a week. Fuck the dumb shit. Like, ladies... Women know that they got the power. Women know that they have a lot of power because because what what men do, what men do for pussy, we do all of us. Everybody listening to this podcast, we all do some unspeakable, unthinkable things for pussy. We will put up with some crazy shit just over some pussy. We'll have we'll have a girl that's no good for us and we will put up with the shit just cuz of the pussy. We'll do it. She got to spend a week in jail, man. At least a week. She, she don't, you know, a lot of people say on Twitter, oh, she need to serve the sentence as long as Reuben Foster would have served the sentence. Not exactly Reuben Foster, but normally, you know, when a, when a person accuses a man of rape or assault, a lot of people on Twitter say, especially mostly men say, she need to serve this sentence or whatever the guy would have got sentence had he been ser- sentence had he been guilty. I don't know about all that because some of these charges carry like years. But she got sit in jail for a week for wasting everybody's fucking time and inconveniencing the man. Like inconvenience her the same way this process inconvenienced Ruben Foster. Now Ruben Foster ain't got to sit in jail, but this was time he he had to spend away from the practice field. You know, not the practice field, but hit whatever off-season regimen he does. This was time spent away from, you know, his relaxation, his his rest, his relaxation. This was time spent away from, I don't know if he got kids, but this was probably time away from his kids. Time away from his family, you know, his, his, his immediate family, his mom and shit, his daddy or whatever. This and 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 it was money spent on lawyers, and he probably would rather spend his off season, his time off, you know, preparing for the upcoming season and spending it with his family. But he got to go to court because this old buckethead ass bitch want to ruin his life. She got to sit in jail for a week, man. We got to start, like, we got to protect black women. No doubt. But we got to start protecting black men, too. Like, this is it's fucking crazy. It's too many brothers out here getting their name dragged in the mud, getting their getting their getting their uh, reputation dragged in the mud because some old buckethead ass bitch can't realize that the ride is over with. And I'm using the B word. I use the B word, but I'm using it in this case because this is what bitches do. This ain't what women do. This is what bitches do. They they realize that the ride is over, and, and instead of just taking their chicken sandwich and going home, nah, they got to kick up some dust. She need to spend a week in the slammer, man. That's some bullshit. That's because she could have fucked his. She could because she could have fucked his life up, fuck his career. Ruben Foster, one of them cats, man. You know he look like one of the motherfuckers that football he got. He don't look like one of these motherfuckers that can lose football and turn around and start selling real estate. He one of these motherfuckers, man. It's football or bust. I don't know Ruben Foster. I watched him at Bama and all that. You know, I don't want to, you know, do do that. But he just look like one of these motherfuckers where if he ain't playing football, 
he out here probably hit licks or some shit. Maybe I'm wrong. He just he just give off that vibe. Ruben Foster bat shit crazy, man. Everybody know Ruben Foster crazy. But um, yeah, man, Miss Elisa Ennis, you can't do shit like that. You can't you can't just because you know the ride's over with. You can't start trying to ruin somebody's life. That's fucking that's psycho shit. That's psycho. That's some shit. Honestly, where you didn't do what you accused of, but when a woman says, well, I'll just ruin your life, that's when a motherfucker probably will, will snap and body slam her ass. Like, oh, man, get your shit together. Spend a week in jail and, and think about what you did. Now, if Ruben Foster dropped that bag off like he did everything, but he just paid her off, Ruben Foster, fuck you, you know. But I, I don't know, man. I think, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe she realized... Maybe they both realize, let's just lie and keep keep this shit together. You know, who knows? Who He's still on the team. You know, this shit, this shit will be over with. By the time week one, he'll be on the field and we'll stop caring about this. But I got to keep that same energy. Ruben, I thought you did it, my boy. I thought you did it, man. I'm wrong. I'll sit, I'll sit here as a man and admit I was wrong. Uh... But to the 49ers, like, media that's out here trying to, like, still run with this narrative, L.I.G. it, my boy, is over. Like, it's over with. Whether he paid her, whether whatever the situation is, it's over with. Get over it. You know. Moving on. And this was a topic I want to make sure. I wanted to make sure I did this topic. Uh, Nick Bosa. If you if you if you're unfamiliar, you don't know who Nick Bosa is. He's the brother of Joey Bosa, who plays for the uh, San Diego Char <laughs> San Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers, and um, Nick Bosa plays at Ohio State, defensive end, uh, pretty good talent. I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think he's as good as Joey was. Joey was a fucking monster at Ohio State. Nick is good though. Like Nick, not trash. Nick is not trash. Nick is pretty good. But Joey was something else. And, and maybe Nick going into this season might make that jump. But Joey walked on to a, you know, he didn't walk on. But he, when he got on campus at Ohio State, he was, yeah. But Nick Bosa has been catching some flack over some opinions he's had. And um, this whole segment, I got to use this as a teaching lesson for many people. Many people, many, many people. Um, let's get into some of Nick Bosa's opinions. I'm not going to quote him directly. Um, I'm not going to quote him directly, but the gist of what he was saying, he said Black Panther was the worst Marvel movie. He said Beyonce, he doesn't enjoy Beyonce's music. He said Colin Kaepernick was a clown. Donald Trump is the GOAT, etc., etc. And Black Sports Online, BSO, who I enjoy some of their articles, some of their shit be a reach. Uh, Mike Friedman from Bleacher Report, like, and other and many other people just on Twitter, period, are trying to do this whole. Well, Nick Bosa is a racist. <clears throat> Nick Bosa is whatever. You know, like a lot of think pieces, uh, columns and shit are being is being written about Nick Bosa, like attacking his character, man. You motherfuckers 
y'all is it, like this this hypersensitivity like we got to get out of here with the dumb shit where we where we digging through because somebody don't like black panther attention black people everybody don't gotta like black panther he said it was the worst marvel movie that's his opinion so his opinion about a movie his opinion about a movie you 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 looking at his character as a person because he don't like Beyonce and Black Panther. The Colin Kaepernick shit, his, like he said, Colin Kaepernick is a clown. What what black people need to realize, and I stand with Kaepernick 100%, like police brutality is some bullshit. Like, and if you're white and, and you don't see why Colin Kaepernick is doing what he's doing, then you just don't want to see it. You're blind to, you're blind, you're like, you're you see what you want to see. You don't see the truth. Now, I disagree that Kaepernick is that he believes Kaepernick is a clown, but I know why he feels that way, because a lot a lot of people and I don't want to say white people. I don't want to make this a white black issue, the Kaepernick thing. But a lot of people are pro patriot patriots like they're pro patriotism. So they like honestly. They see that Colin Kaepernick whole situation, have kneeling for the flag. They don't give a fuck about police brutality. They looking at it like, motherfucker, you disrespected my flag. You disrespected my country. That's just how they feel. You're not going to change their opinion on it. Honestly, you're not going to change that. For them, it's not about police brutality. For people who know what Colin Kaepernick is protesting, it's about police brutality. It's about systemic racism. Mo, you know, so... I just, I honestly just believe Joey Bosa, Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa is on the opposite end of the spectrum where this ain't about police brutality. This ain't about black lives. Motherfucker, you disrespected my country. I just, I, 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 I think that's where he feels with the whole Kaepernick thing. I don't think, like, I think if you ask Nick Bosa about police brutality, I don't think he would put his head in the sand and say it don't exist. I think he would just say, look, man, I ain't here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about this motherfucker that disrespected my country. Yeah, you know, it's a lot of people that feel that way. Um, they're kind of wrong. I mean, this country, you know, while good for some, not good for all. So, but Nick Bosa, it's just he has a right to say that. And you shouldn't look at him sad at because he feels that way. And as far as him saying trump is the goat trump is the fucking president whether we like him or not he's the president like that doesn't make you a racist saying trump is the goat or kaepernick is a clown that don't make you a racist you know what makes you a racist saying i hate niggas that'll make you a racist saying you agree if trump came out and said some shit some racist shit which you know I'm not about to argue if Trump's a racist or not. Like, that shit's pretty cut and dry. But we talk about Nick Bosa. But if Trump said some fuck shit about another race and Nick Bosa was like, right on, then the antennas can go up. But this shit, the Black Panther shit, the Beyonce shit, come on, man. Y'all reaching. Y'all reaching because if a fucking black player, a black draftee, a black future draft prospect was like, look, man. I don't fuck with Taylor Swift. I think Taylor Swift, Trey, I think she's an unseasoned, mayonnaise-faced bitch. Well, nobody care. What do I give a fuck? If a, if, a black, if a black draft pick said, man, look, 
Thor is trash. Thor is the worst Avenger. <laughs> well, nobody give a shit. Nobody would give a shit. So the man said Black Panther is the worst Marvel comic movie. It's his opinion, man. Did he not like the movie because all the black people was in it? I, I don't know. I mean, who said he had to like the movie? Worst Marvel comic. I don't. I haven't seen all the Marvel. I'm not an MCU fan. Like I've seen Avengers and I saw Black Panther. I seen a couple of those films, but that's his opinion. You can't change his mind on that. You can't change his mind. Like that's the thing. Like people talk about, oh, you gotta be racist because you don't like Black Panther. Like everybody don't gotta like that shit. It's a fucking movie. Like we we're analyzing people's movie taste now. When is it going to stop? Like, niggas need to stop being so hypersensitive. Like, the dude don't like Black Panther. The dude don't like Beyonce, which a lot of men don't like Beyonce. A lot of straight men don't listen to Beyonce, for real. That's kind of like women and gay men. They listen to Beyonce. So, now, if he said some shit like Beyonce, trash, whatever, but I love me some Taylor Swift, all right, now we got issues. Because Taylor Swift kind of trash. Honestly, but uh, the whole Kaepernick thing, like I said, he said Kaepernick is a clown. A lot of people just feel like they don't honestly give a shit about what he's protesting. They just like, look, you supposed to respect them troops and all that shit. It, you know, a lot of people feel that way. It's kind of fucked up because they don't want to hear why the band protested. They just mad at the fact that he did. So all that shit. All that shit don't add up to a racist, man. Y'all got me out here. When I got to look at a fucking Clay Travis tweet and agree with it, you motherfuckers got way too sensitive. Honestly. You motherfuckers got way too sensitive. When Clay Travis tweets some shit and I got to say, damn, I agree. Dog, grow some nuts, man. Put your nuts up, man. Y'all got to grow the fuck up. We can't be out here on that hypersensitivity shit. Well, we out here looking at motherfuckers' tweets about a movie and a singer. Come on, man. Come on, put your big boy pants on. Nick Bosa, keep doing your thing. If the 49ers somehow get their hands on you, I will cheer for you as a black person. Like, come on, man. Like, that's dumb. Like I said last week, man, everybody get a, everybody get a, a, a everybody get a hand and from this deck of cards we call life. You don't get but one race card. Make sure you play that shit at the right time. Not over no goddamn Black Panther tweet. Let's get into this uh, next topic. Because this one's been... This one's been... Uh, this one's been a thorn in my ass. For the last couple of years while I've been on the Twitter. A lot of people on Twitter... Like most people on Twitter. Especially black people on Twitter. Don't eat coleslaw fuck is wrong with y'all like i'm not about to sit up here and act like coleslaw yeah it's a coleslaw topic yeah yeah <laughs> this is when <laughs> i can hear niggas cutting off this shit i can hear niggas cutting the headphones off now coleslaw this nigga <laughs> yeah man coleslaw man let's talk about it when did coleslaw grits like foods motherfuckers I grew up eating my whole life coleslaw, grits, all types of shit, all types of good foods. 
just get shitted on by Twitter. I mean, like, almost damn near universal. I'm like, niggas done came for coleslaw, man. Coleslaw. Coleslaw is, if when you eating a barbecue sandwich and you put the coleslaw up there, how the fuck can people crack all these jokes about, oh, such and such don't know about no barbecue, this and that. But you then gonna turn around and talk shit about coleslaw. Like, that's how I know you motherfuckers ain't official. Because if y'all was official, you wouldn't be slandering coleslaw. Coleslaw is is necessary for a barbecue sandwich. You can't eat no barbecue sandwich without no coleslaw. So how the fuck can you turn around and say, oh, I love barbecue. I don't think motherfuckers... See, 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 see. You always can watch a motherfucker by his actions and his tweets. A person will always tell on himself. And what honestly happens with Twitter is... Niggas be on there riding trends. So, everybody love barbecue. Everybody love barbecue. But it can't be from, you know, up north or some shit. So, everybody will talk about barbecue. Oh, oh barbecue. Oh, yeah, California don't know nothing about barbecue. Or such and such don't know nothing about barbecue. And then the next day, they'll say, Ugh, y'all eat coleslaw? You gotta watch these motherfuckers. You give a motherfucker long enough, he'll talk himself right into a goddamn circle. He'll talk his, he gonna talk right into a fucking circle. You can't talk about coleslaw and say and claim the love barbecue. That shit don't mix. And I am passionate about this. Because grits is good. Coleslaw is good on a barbecue sandwich. It's not the greatest side dish when you eat another food. I'll go to bat for that. Like it ain't I, I ain't the dude that's up here just eating coleslaw just because. But people act like coleslaw is like eating, I don't know, like a bag of scrotums or some shit. Like you eating scrotum, scrotum soup or some shit. Like, come on, man, coleslaw ain't that bad, man. I like, like if I get a, if I order a plate of food and coleslaw is on it, like I'ma eat the coleslaw. It's not, it's not that bad. Like, whose coleslaw is y'all eating? But then I had to remember this is Twitter we're dealing with. Most millennials, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going. I'm 31. I guess. I'm at the borderline of millennial and whatever the last shit is. But most of these little motherfuckers on Twitter don't know about no goddamn food. You look at these motherfuckers, man. They mamas is, they mamas on Instagram. They, they don't, don't know nothing about no goddamn home-cooked food on, no, on Twitter. They, these kids on Instagram and Snap and all that that's, that got these strong food opinions. Man, look at their mamas. Tell them to post their mama and tell them to post their grandma. They grandma in the club on Friday, Saturday night. My grandma, my grandma is old. My grandma been old my whole life. So I grew up with home cooked meals. I grew up with home, like home cooking. Not shit out the box. I'm talking about shit from starch. Scratch, not starch. Shit from scratch. I grew up with, you know what I'm saying, herbs and spices and shit. These little motherfuckers, these little nigglets. They grew up with box dinners. They grew up with motherfucking TV dinners. They don't know about no goddamn food. These motherfuckers grew up with chicken nuggets and shit. Don't, don't, don't listen to Twitter when it comes to food opinion. These motherfuckers don't know about no food. They almost as bad. I almost say they not as bad as white people when it comes to food because white people, y'all don't know shit about food either. Because every time I get on Twitter, it's always some shit like, and. Like, I saw some shit yesterday. 
ketchup flavored ice cream. That's all I'm gonna say. Just ketchup. You get you let white people get around food. See, and I, I think white people when it come to their food, they be fucking food up because they ain't got no culture for real. So what it comes to is they just end up mixing shit. They be mixing already shit, already made shit. So it'll be some shit like a burrito and they say, let's make burrito flavored chicken wings. Like, Cindy, sit your ass down somewhere with that dumb shit. But yeah, man, leave coleslaw alone, man. Leave grits, leave soup. Niggas be going in on soup. Leave all that shit alone, man. Stop eating chicken nuggets and go eat at a real restaurant and you know, get food from a real person. Let's jump into the mailbag. Two questions. Uh, let me see. Let me look at my timeline. I could probably check my timeline right now. See if there's any new questions. Even though I said I was I wasn't gonna answer no more questions after I locked these questions in. Let's see. Nope. Okay. Two questions. At type by Ben X. When did what oh what did everyone do with their extra long Virginia Squash jerseys? Uh, they threw them away. Throwback jersey era is over. Um, I guess it's referring back to the uh, early 2000s when everybody had them big-ass throwback jerseys. And a lot of people had the Virginia, especially back home, a lot of people had the Virginia Squires jerseys, the Virginia Squires hat, the Virginia Squires hat. Um, people took them big-ass jerseys and threw them away, man. <laughs> Pretty plain and simple. Like, when it comes to... That was the trend, and trends change, and you got to keep it pushing. That's all. I still got uh, like all I, cause I was into that that phase, the throwback jersey phase, the big ass jerseys, um, fitted hats, baggy ass jeans, the white Air Forces. Like that's my era when I was in high school. So, and I'm not talking about just like your team. I mean, a lot, a lot of y'all know that, but. When I was in high school, I wore every team. Like that wasn't like a thing back then. Like, like you, like if you saw somebody with a big ass jersey on, you didn't assume that was his team. Like if I had a big ass Kobe Bryant jersey, or I had a LeBron, I had all the jerseys. I had a Kobe jersey, LeBron. My cousin got locked up and left the, the throwback Magic Johnson. Man, I wore that shit to school. Motherfuckers, oh my god. It's in that. Um, I had all kinds of jerseys, football jerseys, uh, basketball. That was just the style back then, just big ass jerseys, and you had to get the matching fitted. Some baggy ass jeans with the white Air Forces, man. You was killing shit back then, but trends change, man. You gotta throw them shits away. That's pretty much it. I don't. Uh, it's probably a smart man somewhere with a Virginia Squire jersey and a hat. He ain't throw his shit away. He kept his shit. Because when the trend comes back to sports apparel, he'll be ready. But the rest of us, we throw all that shit away. At 9 JDX, what athletes have you met? Uh, I don't want to do what college athletes I met because I'll be here talking all day. But as far as people I met that ended up breaking it big that you might know, just the, just the typical Virginia athletes, Michael Vick, Tyrod Taylor, uh Allen Iverson, they all from they're all literally from my area, so 
that's the those now I had not only met him but like been around him. Not like grew up with him and shit, but just been around him, you know, shit like that. Cause that we're all from same, literally the same area. So as far as people that's mainstream that everybody knows, cause I could talk all day about college people, college guys and you know, shit like that. Guys that didn't make it to the big NFL NBA, but just Allen Iverson, Michael Vick, Tyrod Taylor, those are the biggest names where, you know, they they come back home and shit, everything be copacetic, everything be cool, you know. Allen Iverson, he was a bit of a dick most of his career. He was kind of a dick. He had a it was a whole lot of, you know who you do you know who I am? Like, yeah, Chuck, we know who the fuck you is. Like, what that mean? You know, Chuck was a dick. Uh Vic was pretty cool. No, Vic is pretty cool. Um, I ain't let him cut in line at Walmart once. True story. Like, I was in line and uh this is right when he got signed by the Eagles. And uh he basically tried to cut the line. Like, I'm I'm about to get rung up. And it's him and Marcus Vic. Both of them. And they had and they had another dude with him. And uh Ook Uki. Because Michael Vick name is his his nickname is Uki, but uh, he just tried to cut the line on some G shit, like on some like he gave me this this smile, like, hey, you know who I am? Like he didn't say it, like he ain't pull a Iverson. He just had a, a smile on his face, like, hey, it's me, and I'm like, what the fuck that supposed to mean, man? Like, I'm trying to get my barbecue sandwich and shit, just like everybody. I'm trying to buy my food too, man. Fuck you mean? But uh. Vic cool though. He cool as shit. Cool as a fan, man. Cool as hell. And uh Tyra Taylor, um I met my family knows Tyra Taylor's family because they're from Hampton, Virginia. And my my uh my uncle, my uncle Rodney, he played football with Tyrod's pops. So like our families know each other and shit. Tyrod cool as hell. He another one, cool as hell. Like like he can pull up to the barbershop, whatever. You can chop it up with him. He ain't on no Hollywood shit. He ain't on none of that funny shit. Like he'll talk, he'll talk football with you, basketball with you, all that shit. Um, another true story. This is when Tyrod Taylor was about to go to the NFL. He wasn't drafted yet, but this was the summertime before he. No, not the summer. This was the springtime before the draft, and um, he was back home in Hampton, and um. He was in IHOP. We got an IHOP um, in Hampton. And I had went to the club. It was me and some girls. Uh, me and some, some girls, some friends. And uh, he had went wherever he went. But he had some girls with him. Like He had like four girls. I was with two. Not on no pimp shit. Just I was I was kind of messing with one of them. But I wasn't messing with like all the girls. I was, I was with three. I'm sorry. I was messing with one of them. And the other two were her friends. So I was I ain't no pimp. Nothing like that. I ain't on no pimping shit. I'm a regular person. But uh I was with three chicks and uh he had like four chicks with him. And um I acknowledged him. He wasn't sitting like by our seats or nothing, but I I acknowledged him. I walked over and I dapped him up. What's up? You know what I'm saying? Good, you know, not on no groupie shit, just you know, good luck. We rooting for you, shit like that. I go back to my table, and one of the girls I'm with is like who was that? Man, I all oh, but backhand. Yeah, I almost Ruben Foster the bitch that night. Like, fuck wrong with you? 
Like, that's a legend. That is a 757 Virginia Tech legend. Fuck you mean, who was that? But I didn't hurt no women at night. Um, I didn't. I, I composed myself. I restrained myself. And, um, yeah, man, that's my Tyrod Taylor story. But uh, that's it, man. That's it for Don V Fridays. Um, I, I'm going to come at y'all. Next week is Memorial Day, I think. Um, I don't know about next week as far as an episode. Um, I'm trying to go back home, honestly. So maybe no episode next week. I'll, or maybe there will be, you know, it just depends on what's going on, how I'm feeling. But, um, other than that, God bless, take care of yourselves, man. Please stay hydrated in these hot months. Please eat bananas, fruits, shit like that. Try to stay away from the, uh, the sodas and stuff. Nothing wrong with soda. People talk shit about soda all the time. It's okay to enjoy a soda, but on these hot days, you know, try to stick with some water, you know. Try to keep try to keep your muscles hydrated, eat bananas and shit. That's it. I'm Don V. Follow me on Twitter at Don V757, man. God bless.